I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Um, I hate to break the news to you right here on the podcast in front of everybody. Yeah. But you're one of my closest friends ever. And I, and I don't want to tell you this because I want to put too much pressure on you. Yeah. Moving forward. Yeah. Because I respect you so much. I don't want you to think that you have to do certain things. I love this so much. So what's up? Thanks for start. First of all, thanks for starting off no in problem. a positive note. Yeah. Because I need the- to get, I need you to get rid of your kids for the next eight years. <sighs> Ooh. That's why I'm being nice to you. I just need a little bit more time on the vlogs. I feel as if you if you had forty eight hours in a day with me, yeah. it still wouldn't be enough time. That's how that's how I feel. I feel that there's a lot of time on the vlog where I'm not doing anything. Interesting. But I know but you know what? I'm gonna take this as a positive and take it as a compliment that you feel better when I'm around. Even if I'm not contributing anything, you just like having me near. Yes. I'm a I'm a I'm a comfort blanket. I'm like that warm blanket. Next to you on the bed right now. Jason, would you consider yourself a comedian? I would consider myself a comedian, yeah. Would you also consider yourself a liar? I would consider myself someone who deals with a psychopath day in and day out whose mood we all manage around here. And the conversations that we have when you're not around between every single person, if you could hear them, and the things that are said behind your back, you probably would make a huge adjustment to your life. I wish I could hear the things you say behind my back. I can tell you right now. Go. People say that you look like a fish. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> You're right. I'm going to make some serious adjustments starting tomorrow. <laughs> no, people don't talk behind your back at all. They say it right to your face. You're a fucking asshole, David. <laughs> all right, let's roll the intro music. Hey, guys. It's the Views Podcast. I'm David. That's Jason Nash over there. What's up, the guys? How are you? I'm on, I'm on my bed right now. Jason's on my beanbag. I just want to paint the picture. Jason has his hair slicked back. Yep. We he just ha- got off a flight. We've been on tour of the country. We've been in every state in the last 24 hours. Yeah, we have been. Uh, we've been. Uh, we've been a lot of places. We've been flying. And David, a lot. David, when he travels, he looks very different. So people, when they walk by him, they're very confused. Oh yeah, it's so interesting. We were we were walking when I travel. Like I look like I don't know. What do I look like? Y- you like I look like I'm not wearing. You look makeup. like a grandma <laughs> that took care of herself her entire life. Yeah, I look yeah. like I look completely different. He has, well, he wears glasses and he wears sweatpants and like not attractive sweatshirts and and like a hat that doesn't fit his head too well yeah i'm like in like my most relaxed outfit but not like when like a cute girl goes hey this is my relaxed outfit <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's like like disheveled relaxed like he's gonna go clean the garage yeah like like too relaxed um and like people will like you could tell that people are like okay so what happened today is someone came like literally walked right up to me um they weren't talking to me but they saw uh, jonah's shirt and on jonah's shirt it said david's vlog and they go oh my god David's vlog. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, Jonah. And they were talking to him right next to me. <laughs> right next to me. And they, I don't remember what they said exactly, but then I chimed in. And then they like looked at me. Like they literally tilted their head. Yeah. And they like kind of smirked and they're like, wait, 
are you David? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I've been standing here. I've been listening to the conversation. Because well, we thought you were the IT tech. <laughs> yeah, I literally, I look like I came out of an asshole when I'm traveling, like, like, like <laughs> through the airport. Like, I, li- I look really bad. It's actually really embarrassing. I love when the four of us travel together. It was me, Natalie, Jonah, and David. Bro, do you know how much I was drooling, sleeping? I've never drooled this much ever. Did you see me drooling? No. I was... Drooling. I wouldn't care if you were drooling. I no, don't get grossed out by that. I'm always scared about the flight attendants seeing me. Because the flight attendants always are like, they're like whatever nice to me when I get on the flight. Sure. But when I leave, they're always a lot nicer. Almost to the point where I think I did something embarrassing in my in my sleep. <laughs> where they ha- You have this fear. You've brought it up before that you think you're doing this. I sat next to you on two flights today. You didn't do anything. You yeah, didn't but, snore. But they're like extra nice to me. Like I did something like really like fucking embarrassing. Like I, like I was drooling in my sleep. That's the vibe I got because they were like, bye, have a good day, David. <laughs> like they're like they're like a lot sweeter when I'm leaving. Like I, like I look like a little baby, like drooling on the on the seat. No, I, this is what I think happens. I think someone comes on, recognizes you. And then the flight attendants are like, who is that? Blah, 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 blah. So then now they don't come up and say anything. And then, then once the flight's over, they realize that you were someone important and they want to say goodbye to you. Uh, I think that's what it is. I, re- I think I'm just passing serious gas and drooling a lot. I think that's what's going on. I figured out what Jonah. You fingered? I fingered Jonah <laughs> in the bathroom Jonah. earlier for one of my videos. No, you. It's fig- not going to be on my YouTube channel. What you it's figure be on out? My Patreon. Um, no, I figured out. I was looking at because we all don't look great when we travel. Like we looked really lousy. Yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah, you we know. are the weirdest looking group of people. I don't know. I, if you guys don't watch the vlogs, it's kind of hard to understand. But it's me, my sister Natalie, and Jonah, this Armenian dude, and Jason. Yeah. And we look like a fucking odd bunch. We look like, I figured it out, if someone were to see us, it looks like I'm Jonah's dad. Jonah's my son from my first marriage. Yeah. Who, you know, the marriage was awful, 100%. you know, and was a total shit show. And I had Jonah. And then I had a second marriage, a great one. That's like, I really like, it worked out great. And I had you and Natalie. Is that how it works? Well, it's our first, first Our first marriage is usually the shit marriages. Well, if you have a second one, the first one was shit. <laughs> that is how it works. That is a good point. Would yeah. you ever get remarried? Yeah, I'd get remarried. Really? Yeah, for sure. That's so interesting. Do you do you think that you would get a divorce? I would definitely get divorced too. Would <laughs> no, you? I, I no. If I were to get remarried, I would definitely not get divorced. Like that'd be the one. Would yeah. you ever have kids with anybody? I'd have to like really, 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 really be in love with them and be at a different phase in my life too. Like maybe like you weren't vlogging anymore and I hit the oh lottery. Oh my God, yeah. If you found, <laughs> you hit the lottery. <laughs> if you found someone that like you obsessed about, you'd never, you'd never film again. You'd just be hanging out. No, no, them. no. I would never do that. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't, I, I, I got to work. That's how I am. If I ever, like, if you I. You say that. You say that all the time. That's such bullshit. You really think. You say that. David will say this thing. Like every, you- every couple months he'll be like, he'll be like, Telling you guys, if I meet the right one, I'll just dip. <laughs> I'll just dip. I won't be around. No, it's true. I'll if, leave the vlog. If I ever like Natalie Portman walks in right now, you John, you throw time. your camera in the fireplace. I wouldn't throw. Yeah, I right. wouldn't throw my camera in the fireplace. I would go to Canon headquarters and destroy all of the products because I know I would never ever have to use any camera gear ever again. Because I'm marrying her. I'm moving to Seattle. I don't care if it rains every fucking day. I'm moving wherever she needs me to go. Bullshit. I swear on everything. Bullshit. I swear on everything. There's no way. There's no way you would be happy with some other woman money if a woman, and some other woman that took care of you being a guy that's kept around i'm not saying i'd, I'd live off natalie portman's money but i'm just saying what, could, what are you saying then? we could live a humble life we can move to like a, a nice ranch in in france or something i don't uh-huh. it doesn't bother me where we go cool so we'll give your ferrari to dima 
Okay, hold on, slow down. <laughs> no, no, but seriously, no. But I, I, yes, I'm being very dramatic. I wouldn't give everything up, but I would, I would, like, I'm, I'm like that. Like, if I'm, you like, literally, the thing you were built on is shooting videos. That's, it's like, that's your drug. That's your thing that makes you happy. I know, that's bro, everything. But I know how I was when I first started. When I, when I first, like, when I first started dating Liza, like, and I'm in the, like the honeymoon stage or whatever. Like, I'm like, I'm and you like, still made videos. Yeah, but you made great videos. But that was different. That's because you like, made videos with her. Yes, that's because Liza was doing the same thing I was, and she was very, she's very, very, very funny. So very, very funny, very easy to do. She's like that kind of person that's of like course. perfect to do that with. But like, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, Carly, can you attest to this, or do you think that I would continue making videos? I think you would still make videos, but I think you'd be in the honeymoon stage. Yes, and be like, I think you would dip out at like nine. I am the type of guy. PM. Okay, that's different. Because now we're all. Sometimes we try to leave at like 10. He's like, where are you going? <laughs> Don't leave. <laughs> Don't leave. <laughs> Even if we're not doing anything. But I feel like now it would. Jason, I'm the type of guy that like, like if I get a girlfriend, all you guys will do is just talk shit about me behind my back. And go, <laughs> and go, I can't, he's changed so fucking much. It's so annoying. That's literally what's going to happen. That's, that's who I am. I would love for you to get a girlfriend. I'm like that, so I'm get like that asshole friend that like leaves everything. Like, who, like leaves all his friends behind when he finds Yeah, but like, there's nothing wrong with that either. That's life. But here's the thing. Here's the, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. All of us are not. We don't have a significant others, and I'm pretty sure that's the secret to life is to share your life with somebody. Yeah. Right? Regardless, we're very far away from that, so you have nothing to worry about. I'm here to stay. Are we? Can you get rid of your kids for eight years? Let me. Oh, no, I, I would love it. I send my kids to China, and you get a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I would be so I'd be so mad why, at you. Why China? Just, I don't know. I gotta, I gotta go somewhere, guys. I guess, I guess that, that would be the place to send them. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to
to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. That's the thing about love that people don't realize. It just takes one, <laughs> right? Sure. It takes one person. It doesn't take like you don't you don't have to make Do six hundred great videos to be a YouTube you know to make be a YouTube star. You've got to make six hundred great videos. Well, actually, right? I feel like it takes one with a lot of things. It takes one movie. It takes one song. No, it doesn't. It you you you'd be satisfied with your life watching one movie the entire life your no, life. No, 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 no. That's what I'm talking. I'm, I'm talking about like. Like to hit like a stride, like you know, like it, all it t- like Lil Nas X. Yes, sure, he made a bunch of music before, but it took one song for him to like hit it. And and I think we're talking about two different things. Uh I suppose. I guess that's a fair comparison. Lil Nas X, unlike to love. fifty first dates. Um, but I guess I guess there's a fair comparison in that you meet that one and you've got to take care of that one. But it really just takes one person to walk in the room. You don't know what's gonna happen. If that you know, and it's also there's so much too. It's like that one person's got to be at the right place in their life. Natalie Portman's got to get a divorce yeah, for you has, to actually two, be with she has her two first. She's two kids. She's got to send her kids to China too. Let me with let, my kids. Let me start with this. It's gonna. It's a very far fetched dream to, to be with Natalie Portman. To, to, to be with Natalie Portman. Thank but you for. Admitting I will. That. I um. I actually just watched um her interview with uh Lily Singh on on yeah. Lily's new late night show. Uh huh. And she's she's. I was watching the Natalie, uh, Natalie, my Natalie, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and and I literally verbally, I just kept going, wow, wow, <laughs> wow. It's crazy. Natalie Portman is like that's the that's that's the de- like if the aliens were like, show us your best human. <laughs> like I'd be like, this is the one. Look at her. This is how. Is it the way she looks or her personality too? Everything about her. Right. She's so. She's the perfect amount she of went like to Harvard too, you know. Yeah, that's the thing. She and she speaks like five languages. She's like the, she's the perfect like she's perfectly proper, but she's also super super goofy. She's like the perfect mix. Like, have you seen her videos with SNL where yeah. she's like hardcore fucking rapping and swearing and like sure. and like being not like herself at all? Mm-hmm. But then she's also so intellectual, and it's like wow. Like she's literally and she's gorgeous. Yeah, she's she's. She's such a never gonna happen, bud. I know, I know, I know. But, <laughs> but dude, when I saw her at that premiere at, at the Avengers premiere, uh-huh. Jason, that changed my life. Is that why you like the movie so much? She wasn't in it. No, but you saw her there. I saw her at the premiere. <laughs> I don't know. She's in the new movie though. She's gonna be the new Thor. So that's gonna be if I get to go to that premiere. So she's trading parts. Game over. She has a different part in the new series. No, I don't know how it works. Oh, I, I don't, don't really know how it works. I thought you were Mr. Marvel. No, that's that's Robert Downey Jr. Who do you, who who's your crush? I like Scarlett Johansson a lot. Yeah, you do. Why do you like Scarlett Johansson? Kate Upton. Okay, you're describing girls that have a certain look. No. Yeah, I think Scarlett Johansson and Kate Upton have like a certain look. You think so? Yeah. I guess then I guess I have a type. Yeah, you have a type. But like, yeah, what, what, I like I like um, fair looking. Okay, what about your favorite personality? Like, what's your favorite like? like Dave Chappelle. No. <laughs> like in a <laughs> in a woman. Like, Imagine what, if I what woman Dave has Chappelle. like your favorite personality? Mo, oh, oh, Melissa McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, I fucking love her. I've never seen her interview. Oh, God. She's so funny. Jason and I went to uh, U- the University of Illinois the other day um, for a Bumble brand deal. Mm. And as part of the brand deal, <laughs> what? No, it's just awkward when they asked me to do it. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> you want me on that? <laughs> um, Go so for the older set. We went to the college for it. And as part of the campaign, we, we had to match with some people on Bumble. Right. 
So like I was swiping through like a bunch of people. I was swiping right on a lot of people because I wanted to just match with somebody so I could meet up with them and, and give them like a little bit of a gift. And I, I don't know. I, I just kept swiping. I kept swiping right. Maybe like 100, <laughs> 200 people. And Jason swiped through like four or five people. And then he goes, I'm out. I'm out of swipes. And I go, well, I'm like, oh, what do you mean you're out of swipes? And he goes, there's no one else. It's like, I'm, I'm, there's no one and else. Then I go, and then I go, I don't think anyone uses Bumble around here. Because we were in Chicago. We were in Champaign. Like, it was a bit of out, outside of Chicago, like two hours outside. Yeah. So I was like, I don't think anyone uses it. Yeah, and I'm like, no, Jason, people use it. Like, I'm still swiping. This is probably my 300th swipe. And it turns out that it was probably because no one had their age restricted to, you know, 18 to 46. I was literally too old for the brand deal. <laughs> so so we had to move Jason's age down to 25 for the time being. No, no, we kept it there. You know, you know what it was? Then I went to BFFs because that's what we were supposed to do. Oh, you went on Bumble, you were on Bumble dating. Yeah. Then when I went to BFF, I matched with a ton of people. So a lot more people are looking for an older friend. <laughs> All do. Definitely dude. don't want to do anything, <laughs> anything beyond friendship with an older guy. That makes sense. Isn't it was all dudes. The only matches that the only matches I got were dudes. Isn't that crazy that like age is one thing you can't change? It's crazy, man. Like you're 46 and you're stuck there. Yeah. Like I'm not stuck there. I'm just going even higher. Yeah, like this is the youngest you'll ever be. That's right. Like that's so crazy to think. Same for me. Except I know and I look back when I was like 43 when you're I You're double my age. How cool is that? I know. That's what the psychic said. That's why 23 was such an important number. Oh yeah. Remember? But it's it's weird like when I met you I was 43 yeah. and I like felt so old then. But now looking back on 43 I was like, "Oh, I was doing great." Like when I'm 50, it's going to be all over. My 50th birthday party? That'll be weird. Yeah, what are we going to do? I don't know. Get Wyatt and Charlie back from China, I guess. When you die, then. when you die, what do you want? Where do you want me to be? How do you want the funeral to go? Do you want me to even go to the funeral or can I can I stay at home, relax a little bit? Where, I, where do you want me? I would love for you to go up and give a nice speech. Really? Yeah, of course. I'd like my mom to speak, and I'd like you to speak. Oh, okay. You think your mom's still going to be around? I don't plan on living much longer. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. I mean, once we... So if you die, if you die, you want me to give a speech? I would love for you to give a speech. All funny or sentimental? Um, I would love it to be mostly funny and a little bit of sentiment. Mostly... F well, you know how you write those speeches, right? You, go, you won't be able to be sentimental well, at my no, funeral. Those speeches, this is how it goes. It goes, it goes, it goes sentimental line to funny... To funny, to funny, funny, sentimental, and then you wrap it up with funny. That's how it works. It's a funeral, David. It's not a fucking <laughs> bar a mitzvah. <laughs> what are you saying? That's you won't be able to be sentimental. I don't think you have it in you. I, I literally, this is what I'll think you do at my funeral. I think you get up there and be like, you'll, be, you'll get up there and be like, ah, this is crazy. He's dead. <laughs> he's dead. I mean, we joked about it, but he's. He's actually dead. That's and then you'll go, no, but seriously, Jason was a, he was a good guy. And, um, you know, we're going to miss him. And he was a great guy. And he was a, he was a good dad. Bro, there's no and now, fucking And then you're going to go, and then you're going to go like this. You'll be up there for about 90 seconds. And you're going to go. And so um, I'm donating uh, $200,000 to Wyatt and Charlie's College Fund. And uh, rest in peace, Jason. And that'll be it. You'll solve it with money. No. Yeah, you will. You'll crazy. solve it with money. So everyone will go, oh, my God, he's the best. You're but crazy. But you won't actually, like. You won't actually go to an emotional place of oh where you're, you're gonna miss I me. I 100% would. I've talked so highly of you already, and you're alive. <laughs> like I, no, I will. Yeah, I, but that's different. 
This is like actual like emotions. Like you, you never cried about me. You say nice things about me, which I appreciate greatly. But you've never you wouldn't sit up there at the funeral. No, I would definitely I would definitely cry if I was at your funeral. You would not. I wouldn't cry. No, I, w- I would definitely cry talking about you. Like if I was at the funeral, I was I, w- I would and I would give like a serious speech about you. Like you I- would. Yeah, hundred percent. What would you say? I'll say Jason was good. Uh, here's three hundred thousand dollars to Charlie and Wyatt's. No, I don't know. No, it'd be. I've seen you tear up once, actually. No, I would definitely. When tear I was up. giving a speech, one of my better speeches. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of the Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog Jada when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh whole food. The farmer's dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. And I wouldn't tear up. I wouldn't tear up like just to tear up. I'm super, I'm so emotional. I was crying today. Um, not around me, you're not. I, I literally cried next to you today. You didn't even know. Well, why didn't you tap me on the shoulder and you I would have put my you arm around we you. were in the cab and, yeah. that, and that guy was giving you that emotional, we had a cab driver. Oh my God. That's so funny because I was fucking hating you in that cab. Okay. So there was, there was this cab driver and basically he, he I don't know. I don't know. What, what was he doing? I, I we of, got into the cab at like quarter to six in the morning. Jonah was in front and Dave and I were in the back and I, and I was just kind of being silly, goofing around and the guy put on jazz music. And he started talking about life a little bit, and then I said, "I said, well, why don't you why don't you talk to my friend Jonah about life? Teach him how to be a man." Yeah. And the guy was like, "Oh no, don't get me started, man. Don't yeah. get me started, cause I'll go for days, like that." And then the guy went really deep into life, like an entire sermon. Yeah. On life. Yeah. And then I I was like, "This is crazy," and I'm looking over at David, who's not reacting at all at how deep this guy's going in at six in the morning. Like he's literally talking about like I am the one, and you are what you are, and don't try to be anything else. And he was like touching on all these touchstones. And it was it was wild. But you were actually crying inside. I wasn't crying at that at all. I actually wasn't listening. I tuned I tuned it out. <laughs> oh, you okay? Exactly. I, I was watching a video on my Facebook of this guy getting surprised by his mother, who he hasn't seen in ten years, and it was on mute, and I didn't even hear anything. But I, his reaction was fucking insane. He hasn't seen his mom in 10 years. Ah. So first he saw his brother, who he hasn't seen in 10 years. Right. And he was he's like this big like football player man almost, like huge guy. And he started like bawling when he saw his brother. And then his mom came from around the corner, and he hasn't seen her in 10 years, and he just completely fucking lost See, it. See, this is what I hate about your generation. You chose the thing on your fucking phone over the – the real thing that was in front of you, the guy that was in front of you, that was a real person that had real experiences, that was like you but, could you could the, actually well, experience. Like that, what that guy was like, you could have watched that video at any time. I was we, listening to that guy; he wasn't making much sense. He was saying the same thing over and over again, and, and don't but, lie. But how could you? But he sounded like a broken record. He said the same thing over and over again. No, you weren't listening all, all to what he, he was all saying. He said it was, doesn't matter if he was saying the same. All he said was, "Stop looking for yourself; it is inside you." That's not what he was That's saying. Literally, all he kept saying. You have to understand, but you had to look at where he came from and his point of view. And like why he was saying it. You know what I mean? I don't That's know. That's why I was mad at you. You were mad at me for not – wait. Were you p- mad at me for not paying attention and like taking the moment in? Or were you mad at me for not like filming and like laughing at it? I didn't want you to film. But I thought like I just wanted you to like take the moment in with all of us. Whether you thought it was like good or bad or funny. I was in the – You were on Facebook. Because I – because Watching I, a sound – a video with no sound because, on. Because I listened to a part of it and yeah. it was going on for so long and it was so repetitive that I couldn't do it anymore because it was so early in the morning and I couldn't – I couldn't have a conversation You couldn't function anybody. on it. 
Yeah. Fair enough. So I was like trying to tune it out. Cool, man. Yeah, put on TikTok the next time I open up to you. You weren't opening up to me. You didn't say I a word. I opened up to you all the time. And you also weren't responding to the guy like you were listening. All you kept I saying, was listening. All you kept saying was, yeah, mm-hmm, uh-huh. Totally. We're Delta, by the way. I remember. I remember he was like, was- he, he was like <laughs> deep in a part, and you go, we're Delta, by the way, even though he was already parked right outside the Delta terminal. We're Delta, by the way. And I was like, Jason, fucking listen to the guy. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, whatever. <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing for Halloween? I'll probably go trick or treating with my kids and ha- then Halloween's- ride around with you in the Tesla looking for footage and not get anything. Halloween is huge here. It's like. T- it's like seven to ten days. You love Halloween. Love Halloween. It's my favorite holiday. Have you now. been invited to anything yet? Yeah. How many parties you got on the docket? I got three. Three already. Three on the docket. What's your take on costumes? Do you get nervous about it? Do you, have, um, do you feel pressure? No, I always like dress up, but super like lightly. Like I, I never feel the need to like have like the coolest costume at a party like ever. Yeah. Like I'm always just like, yeah, I'll just, I'll, I, I definitely want to wear a costume. Because you you look like such a douche if you go to a Halloween party without a costume. You feel horrible. You feel horrible. You do that. Yeah. And what about your candy intake? Are you thinking you'll be having a lot of it this year? No, I don't. Eat, I don't really eat candy during Halloween. And where are you going to trick or treat? I don't trick or treat anymore, Jason. Those last year was my final year. I told you. Oh, okay. Well, at least you're being honest about it. Um, David's been lying for years about his trick or treating, and he's actually been trick or treating. We used to go. I used to go trick or treating like at like four p.m. right after school. Is that early? a little early. Yeah, we used to go right after school. Why so early? Because that's when people would put the buckets out, like uh-huh. the people that like wouldn't answer the door, so we get first grab at all the candy. Oh, get the good. Wait, 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 wait. In Chicago, they don't answer the door with the candy? Some, just... Sometimes they don't. Sometimes they just leave like coolers outside of the house mm-hmm. with like big, like big candy bars. And it says, please take one, but you check for cameras. Sometimes they have like fake cameras set up and you mm-hmm. just, you take everything. Sometimes kids would just take the cooler. My, my penis doctor was saying... We're talking about trick-or-treating. I'm getting to it. Oh, okay. My penis doctor was saying they moved to a new neighborhood in Sherman Oaks, and the first thing they said to them was like, this is a Halloween neighborhood, so we're hoping you decorate your house. Whoa, yeah. really? Mm-hmm. Oh. So she's feeling all this pressure to oh, like, you know. that's fucking interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I'm scared of the people that are going to come here, because I know there's going to be people that are going to be like, ah, we just randomly stumbled up upon your house for Halloween. Oh, yeah. But I know that's not true, because no one ever trick-or-treats in this neighborhood. You'll never know. Yeah, you'll never know. I'm going to get killed. I'm going to bring my kids this way. You are? Yeah, we're going to definitely stop by here and show you the costumes and see how much candy we can get from you. Maybe we'll get money because you won't have candy and you'll feel bad for how much shit you talk about my kids. I'll just, yeah, I'll, I'll just, just give them a 500. I'll just so. look behind me and be like, uh, you guys want a flat screen? <laughs> you guys want a pool table? I'll call a truck? Get delivered? Oh, we we got to catch you on Christmas. That's what we got to do because that's when you'll be in the best giving spirits to the kids. Yeah, Christmas. I don't know be- how you give to the entire world and hate my kids. You're so <laughs> nice to everybody. I don't hate your kids. <laughs> don't hate your kids. Stop saying that. I like your kids. You do? What do you like about them? What are their names? Cut this out. <laughs> Something with wuh, like the wuh sound. Gets good. Close. And then Wyatt. Chunky? <laughs> Wyatt and Chunky, yeah. Charlie, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> I named her after a candy bar. That's right. Wyatt and Chunky. <laughs> What's your favorite thing about Chunky? Uh, about Charlie? Yeah. Well, I love Charlie because she's like, she's she, she's like, she's like. Taylor, get me, get me my notes on Jason's kids. <laughs> she's, she's like 75 years old already. Like, she's very mature. Yeah. And she's like, like. Like the attitude she gives you is like she's turning into an actual human. David, if, if I had $10,000 on the line right now, I gave you an opportunity to win $10,000. Okay. 
and I was bringing in some of the finest uh, chefs in the world. They're in your living room, and you have an hour and a half to make one meal for these chefs and impress them for the $10,000. What would you do? Wow. What am I good at? Yeah, cooking. I would make, you know what I would make? What? I would make um, a peanut butter jelly cucumber sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) Because I know it sounds a little crazy. Is that good? I just thought about this. Cucumber is really great with sweet stuff. Uh Very good combination. So I would have the peanut butter Uh and then I had a slice of cucumber Slice like a pickle, yeah. Inside the sandwich, you. This is good. You've had this. Yes. You're lying. I've had it once. Well, I've had. I've never put it in the sandwich, but I've had cucumbers along with the peanut butter jelly sandwich. This is what you would make to try to impress the chefs. Of course, because these chefs have seen all the dishes of the world. Oh. So I want to give them point. something that maybe they've seen a lot, but with a new twist. Uh huh. Yeah. I mean, this is what happens when you ask a rich person hypotheticals. They're like, "I'm already rich. It doesn't matter." No, that would be my actual attempt. How's your talking sink going? (laughs) Listening sink. (laughs) Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. For this next portion of the podcast, we have our friend Heath here. What's going on? What's going on? Heath Heath is one of the first friends I met uh, out here in LA. I met him with Zane. Um, uh, When I first met Heath, he got a lot of money from Vine. um, And he was just like ready to... That's a lot of money. Like... I don't know. Well, I, I moved out here with like fifty grand in my bank, which oh. was which was a ton, was a ton of money. That, that is like, a ton of money. When you're yeah, twenty two. I was twenty one. Twenty one. When you're be, well, yeah, when you're twenty one, that's like that's like having twenty million dollars. That's like having the out. world. <laughs> yeah, especially from Vine, from creating six second videos. Yeah, you moved out to LA with fifty grand in your yeah. account. Wow. What do people in, at, like in your hometown think? Oh, they thought it was insane. Well, I didn't go around telling my high school but friends. Did any? Uh, but my mom knew how much I had. What did she think of? She uh, thought it was insane. What's like the highest you got paid for one Vine back in the day? Um, I want to say like maybe 14. For one post? Yeah. That's so crazy. People never understood that. The highest I got paid was I, I got maybe maybe somewhere like 2,000. Uh, what happened? Uh, you, have a, you have a fun story that you've told during the tour, and I, I want to – it was your mother, should <laughs> oh, I say? Oh, you want to talk about this one? Yeah, that, that's my favorite story. Your yeah, mother sure. caught you masturbating once. Yeah. <laughs> How did it happen? Um, it wasn't like I had like – it wasn't like she came in and I was in the act of doing it, but it was like right there and I tried to hide it. Sure. Um, so I was sitting there on my couch. Yes, I was in the living room <laughs> doing my thing. Which whatever. is normal. Yeah, well, it? as a kid – The first couple times I jerked off was also in my parents' living room. Yeah, you don't really think about it. <laughs> like, it's kind of I know they listen weird. to this. It's so what weird. What were you looking at? Like a Victoria's you want, Secret? You want me to be honest? Yeah. Well, my computer was blocked. I had no uh, – like everything had parental controls on it. Yeah. Wow, because you're a little masturbating fiend. <laughs> yeah. They had to lock <laughs> that up. No, they were just very protective and didn't let me like have anything. Sure. Um, so the only thing I had was MTV music videos. Oh, you're talking um, like Pussycat Dolls? Jenny from the Block. Oh, uh, yeah. okay. Wow. I didn't know you were like that. So I had to have on, right after school, I'd have on like the top 10 countdown. <laughs> and then when it'd be like Maroon 5, I'd be like, fuck. <laughs> you have to wait. <laughs> My favorite. Get past Maroon 5, get past Nick Lachey, and yeah. then get to, um, get no, to so your masturbating was, session. Uh, I had that, and then SpongeBob, like Nickelodeon on the, the last button. 
So like just in case anything ever did happen, I'd just press like return and it'd be like That was the most powerful button as a kid. <laughs> yeah, is the return sure. I don't think kids nowadays will not understand what the power of the return button did on the right. remote. Because you could be watching one channel and yeah. one button will get you to the to the channel that is like age appropriate for you. Yeah. Yeah. I would <laughs> use that the all best. the time. I'd never masturbate to something on TV, but every time I watch like an inappropriate movie, I'd always switch right back. Mm. Yeah. Um, well, TV's all I had, so that's what I was doing. I was in the living room, going at it. My mom To is, what music video was this? I, I think it was Jenny on the Block. Oh, okay. Or Jenny from the Block, sorry. Jen Jennifer Lopez. Yeah. Uh, so I'm sitting there in the living room, and my mom's the type to always call, let me know the most ridiculous details. Hey, I'll be home in 10 minutes. I'm dropping something off at the post office. And I'm like, okay, I don't, I don't care. Like, I'll see you when I see you. Yeah. Um, but I knew she was like that, so I always knew when she would be home exactly. So I was like, all right, I'm good. Haven't gotten a call yet. She ended up taking off work early, going grocery shopping, doing the thing. So she came home early and never called me. Oh, boy. So I'm sitting there just doing my thing, and I look over, and I look through the front window, and I see her walking up. No, no, And I'm like, no. fuck, fuck. I gra grab the remote, return, SpongeBob. I start pulling my pants up, and I hear the, the lock from the front door, and it starts opening. I get my pants to around my knees, and I'm like, fuck it. I, I can't get them all the way up. So I grab the pillow, throw it over my lap. And I'm just sitting here like this. <laughs> Do you have boner at this point? No, instantly gone. Oh, Everything it's gone. Was, yeah. Um, I look up and she's opening the front door and she she's got groceries in her hand. She opens the door. She goes like this. She goes, Heath, can you help me with the sets the bags down? Can you help me with the groceries? And she's standing in the doorway, just locked eyes at me, just fucking staring through me. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah no, I'll, I'll be there in a second. Uh, this episode's almost over. She goes, crosses her arms. No, I'll wait. <laughs> and I was like, no, no, it's okay. It's it's almost over. It's like I'll be right there. She's like, take your time, and she's just sitting there. It's like a game of chess to see who's gonna make the next move. Fuck me. So we just stared at each other for what felt like five minutes, but it was probably like thirty seconds, which is still an uncomfortably long time. Yeah. She finally walks over, literally comes up to me. I still don't have shit covering me. Just yeah, the you pillow. Just pillow. She walks over. She she already knew what she was gonna do. She walks over. She grabs the pillow, rips it off me. She's like, what are you doing? <laughs> like you couldn't just fucking go to the kitchen and let me No. I've seen this porn. What are you what are you doing? <laughs> I've seen this porn. She goes, "What are you doing?" I was like, "I'm just chilling." She goes, "I'm just chilling." Or I go, "I'm just chilling." And uh she goes, "Put your pants up and go get the groceries." And we didn't talk for like 3 days after that. Wow. And did you ever bring it up later? Never. Never again. Holy shit. Uh-uh. You've never no. you you never Dude, it was the it was the most horrifying traumatic thing of like my childhood. If that was my mom, she would have been like, "Oh, oh, okay. All right. I'm going to go get the groceries. You take your time." Exactly. <laughs> and I have fun. Yeah. Need some help. Oh, I, yeah, I oh no, work just called. Got to go back for the next uh, 8 days. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what lesson she was trying to give me. Don't jerk yeah, off on my new Don't couch. jerk off on the couch. <laughs> right? Just bare ass on the new leather. Okay, well, that's all, that's all the time we have for Heath. Heath, you actually, Heath, you actually have a podcast now. I You've do. You've come a long way from Thank masturbating you so on much. your mom's couch yeah. to Jennifer Lopez. Um, What's your podcast? Plug it Zane and I, we actually have a podcast. Cut this out, Jason, after you edit. <laughs> oh, fuck you. Uh, Zane and I, we actually just started it. It's called Zane and Heath Unfiltered. Um, so if you guys want to hear more stuff like that and other stories that Zane and I have uh, encountered throughout our life. They have multiple masturbation stories. <laughs> Zane has been caught by every member of his family. So it's I a, think it's Zane's a... actually been caught by me. <laughs> You've caught Zane? Yeah. How? Make sure to turn into Zane <laughs> <laughs> unfiltered. Fair and, enough. Uh, yeah, thank you for having me, David. I really thanks appreciate for you us. as well, Jason. Thanks. And, thanks, uh, for, thanks for us having you. My, my sex stories aren't fun. You guys all have fun ones. My dad was such a tyrant. 
Like he caught me looking at Playboys once, and he just fucking was so pissed. Was were your dad's? I think I've asked you this before. Were your dad's Playboys sticky, like between the pages? No, they were pristine. Oh, they were like really nice. Yeah, were your dad? Your mo- no, my dad didn't have Playboys. That's that, that's such an American thing. I think you think so to have Playboys. Yeah, that's not to have like, porn. To have porn in a magazine. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. I I thought that was fake. Like I thought that was just like in the movies. You think Americans they have a way different uh, viewpoint of sex than like your parents do? No, I don't think so. Oh, you think it's pretty much the same? Yeah, I just think I just think like magazines was like a very weird like like Western idea. What was of the porn. first porn you watched? The first porn? Yeah. What was the first thing that turned you on? Um, <laughs> Good Luck Chuck. Oh. Do you remember that movie? Zane shaking his head. It was. It, it was good luck, Chuck, to you. Yeah. Um. Funny story about that movie. Um. The first time I saw that movie was with my entire family and grandparents. Oh wow. And we didn't we didn't realize that that movie was going to be like that insane. Yeah. When it came to like nudity and porn and all that. Wait. Tell me what good luck Chuck is. So basically, um, as um, when he was a child, he got cursed by this girl that because she wanted to hook up with him and he didn't want to hook up with her, so she cursed him. And she cursed him with a spell that was, you'll never find a girl and every girl that you hook up with or you like, she's going to break up with you. And the next person that she goes out with is going to be her true love. Mm -hmm. So he's always going to be in this position where he'll never find true love. So he, he he gets older. He's an adult. And every girl he hooks up with, she ends up finding the love of her life after him. Yeah. So he's just uh, hooking up with a bunch of girls. And yeah. It's a lot Who's of sex. It? It's a lot of boobs. It's uh, Dane Cook. Oh, Dane Cook. So okay, there's right a scene right. where you know, where he ends up taking advantage of Annie. So he and all the girls find out who he is and like what special power he has. So there's a scene where he's just hooking up with like 40, 50 different different girls. And dude, they the way they play it on, it's insane. I how Dane Cook greenlit that script. <laughs> yeah, I like this one. He's basically he's fucking a chick, and it's like it's it's porn, but like they split the screen into like twenty different scenes, and they kept going in and out, in that and was, out. That movie was the first time I had a boner. Really? Yeah, that yeah. was the first time I was ever turned on, and I remember it. That I've it definitely jacked off to that movie. Yeah, it was. I don't know what it was about that movie, but I remember. I remember exactly where I was. I was standing over Reggie's uh, brother's shoulder. I was standing over his shoulder, and he was watching it on his computer because he just got like this new. He found this new website where you can watch free movies that just came out. And I was standing over his shoulder, and just by watching a snippet of it, I got a boner. And that's when I was like, "What's going on? I'm into girls." Like that's when I first found out. As a kid, that was like pretty much the one movie that you can get away with watching, and it could be porn, and your parents would never. It was straight up porn, yeah. And and that one scene in Wedding Crashers where all the girls are falling on the bed. You know that that scene. I think so yeah. that wedding crashers was like it was literally my, my parents would watch it like a lot and t- like every time i walked down it was so forbidden it was like literally like watching like hitler's speech at my house like it was like <laughs> it was like the worst thing i could walk in on and my parents would always turn it off and then i saw wedding crashers once and i was like this is fucking insane like is are, are all adults like sex addicts like what's happening while you guys are doing that i was getting real pussy you know what i'm saying yeah <laughs> That's disgusting. I don't want to. Actually, don't want to get into this. I wasn't at all. <laughs> oh my god! I just got a text from Charlie. Oh, the little, the little, my my favorite daughter of yours. <laughs> what did she say? You called her Chunky earlier. <laughs> I just forgot her name. <laughs> Let me see. Let me see. Well, first of all, we've been going through a lot. Oh, it's a long fucking text. Yeah. Oh I'm my not, god. Can... <laughs> Scrap this. Cut this out of the podcast. <laughs> uh, we've been we've been going through a lot because I haven't gone so much touring yeah. with you. Oh, so she's sad. No, I just know that. I'll go ahead and read it. I don't well, know. What, did you guys have a talk? No, but I just saw her for like two hours. She was gonna stay with me tonight, but I had to do the podcast. Oh wow, this is fucking emotional. I just read the first line. Okay, here we go. This is from how old's your daughter? 
She's 10. She's 10 years old. This now, is from, I wrote her a very heartfelt letter. This is from Chucky. months ago. Oh, Charlie. Okay, here we go. I just wanted to say that I love you, Daddy, and I totally understand why you go and do stand-up shows and that you don't want to be away from us. But I wanted to let you know that throughout all the time you were gone, I was constantly thinking of you and when you will come back. You are the best dad in the world, and don't feel bad for leaving us because we understand that you need to make money. Holy shit, I'm literally tearing up. <laughs> I'm so lucky to have a dad like you. You always help me when I'm upset about homework, and I always take me and my friends places even when they misbehave. I always love you, and I hope that nothing will ever get between us. I love you more than you will ever know. I will never stop loving you. And when you come back, we have the best times together. Me and Wyatt are so thankful that we have a dad like you. Never feel like you're a bad dad because you aren't, and you never will be. Oh my God! You will always be the, you will always be the old cool YouTube uh, nice loving dad. Good night, Daddy. I love and I miss you. David's crying. David has full on tears in his eyes. David is sobbing. Jeff, who's been to jail, is fucking fighting back the tears. Yeah, that was emotional. Oh my God! I get listen. You're you are a really good dad. Thank you. I have tears on my face. David is crying. Wow. No, I'm not. Something literally flew right in my eye oh. as I was reading that. <laughs> is it contact solution? No, I'm allergic to fucking emotional shit. All right, guys, that's all the time David's we have for today's. Still crying. That's all the time we have for today's podcast. Fuck this shit. <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. No, but thank you guys for listening. Um, it's been a views podcast. Jason's daughter is incredible. We should Jason go home right now. And spend some time with her. <laughs> I never want to see you again because I was just like, you go take care of that girl. Um, but no, thank you guys for listening. Go buy tickets to Jason's new show. Go buy my merch. We'll see you guys soon. Uh, my name is Jeff. We'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye bye.